0: Oh those hormones! They affect every area in our lives don't they? Well today we are going to learn about the 10 hormones that contribute to weight gain and we will also be talking about some things in our daily lives that can keep us fluctuating or gaining weight. So grab a notebook and a pen and let's dive in. Welcome to the Treasured Wellness Podcast, where we talk about all things health and where nothing is off limits. You will uncover what may be holding you back so that you can break those chains, get to the root cause, and walk into freedom with confidence, the way God intended for you to live. Hi, I'm Michelle McCoy, Functional Health Coach and Holistic Lifestyle Advocate. Ladies, together we are going to dig deep into real life so that you are educated and equipped to create the whole health you desire without the overwhelm. Now more than ever is the time for breakthrough, action, and restoration. It's time to get intentional and reclaim your health. you're ready for mind, body, and soul clarity, then let's get to it. Okay, well last week we had Dr. Megan on the show and we talked a little bit about hormones and how she is a compounding pharmacist and today, because of that episode, today I wanted to dive a little bit deeper and go into what are 10 hormones that really contribute to weight gain and so I just wanted to dive a little bit deeper. We're also going to talk about some things in our daily lives that keep us fluctuating. So what are hormones? Well, hormones are messengers that travel through the bloodstream and help control our body. They can cause havoc in the body which can create imbalances which in turn can lead to weight fluctuation and that's the frustrating part of it, right? Like especially with women, we... Fluctuate with our hormones, and it seems like sometimes, especially as we age, we are always trying to achieve balance with our hormones, and it can really be frustrating. But I wanted to talk about some specific hormones that do contribute to weight gain. So, number one, the thyroid. The thyroid affects your metabolism, growth, and development, and it will. Present various physical symptoms if it's not working properly. I will be going into more detail on the thyroid in another episode But the thyroid is incredibly important being the master hormone. It affects every area in our in our body and Then we have estrogen there are four main estrogens estrone estradiol, estriol estertrol so The estrogen is super important as well because if it's too high, we are then estrogen dominant, which can cause insulin resistance. But if it's too low, then the body starts taking it from the fat cells. So it's important that we can have a a good balance with the estrogen. We don't want to be swinging between high and low. And then we have progesterone, which is produced in the ovaries and the adrenal glands, Progesterone is really affected by stress and it can also help with sleep as well. Now testosterone is produced in the ovaries and the adrenal glands as well for women and it's extremely important. Many of us did not realize, don't realize How gravely birth control contributes to the reduction of this hormone, testosterone. So if we've been on birth control for 20 plus years, it is greatly affecting our testosterone, which in turn affects our energy levels and our weight. And then there's cortisol. Cortisol is made by the adrenals. Cortisol regulates our energy levels it's really what i would call the priority hormone because we need cortisol to live cortisol is involved in regulating glucose insulin immune function our circadian rhythm it's just so vital that we have cortisol and i plan to dive in a little bit deeper into cortisol and how it affects our adrenal function at a later date as well so be on the lookout for that but another hormone i kind of like to put these two together leptin and ghrelin leptin is our satiety hormone so that is what keeps us satisfied it's produced in the fat cells and it signals the brain when we're full so that helps us to kind of regulate and stop eating when we're getting that signal that hey i'm good I'm satisfied. I don't need to eat anymore. But on the flip side, we've got ghrelin, which is the hunger hormone. It's produced in the stomach and it signals the brain when hungry. I like to call ghrelin gremlin because because it is that hunger hormone. It's kind of like those little gremlins in us that we're like, we're not satisfied. We want more and more and more. So... Both leptin and ghrelin work in regulating appetite, though you can see it's in opposite ways. And then we have melatonin. Melatonin is made by the pineal gland and it helps to regulate sleep. Melatonin is so vital for us to be getting that deep restful sleep. And a lot of things can affect the melatonin that is naturally produced in our body and as a matter of fact if we overuse the supplement melatonin our body will get a little lazy and it will stop producing melatonin naturally because if we're always supporting it and giving it what it would normally make it's not going to do the work so um it's it's one of those Very important supplements that are so helpful, but we don't want to overuse it. We want to take breaks. We want to help support our body to be able to produce it naturally. And then we have insulin, which is made in the pancreas, and it helps to regulate our blood sugars. So when we are overeating sugar, artificial sweeteners, processed food, and simple carbs that can all lead to insulin resistance, which of course will affect our weight. And then the final one, the final hormone is the growth hormone. The growth hormone is made in the pituitary gland and it influences height and bone and muscle structure, but it also affects the metabolism. So that's something to be aware of. Those are the 10 hormones that can contribute to weight gain. And if you are struggling with any of those hormones, like your thyroid or testosterone, I do encourage you to look into that further and get the answers that you're looking for so that you are not just guessing that you're actually getting correct testing done, like a full thyroid panel, for example, if that's what you're concerned about, and I encourage you to keep pushing, you know, don't let your doctor say, well, we did the TSH, everything's fine, um, that everything's fine, your labs are normal, you know, that doesn't necessarily mean that everything is fine and your labs are normal. So you have to really just fight for what you're looking for, fight for the answers and keep pushing, and if your doctor is not one that is really listening to you, then it might be time to find another doctor, and I talk more about that in episode two, so if you missed that, run back there and and grab that at some point, but I wanted to discuss some daily things that may be keeping our weight fluctuating or gaining. I, I call it the five S's to weight gain, but I wanted to give you a little encouragement at the end of each one so I've tacked a bible verse for you to hang on to for each one so number one the number one s that keeps us in weight gain mode is you guessed it stress that keeps us in that fight-or-flight response and the nervous system simply does not have time to calm down that increases cortisol which then leads to fat storage so we really need to learn how to perceive stress differently. Our body doesn't know the difference between a stressful phone call and a bear chasing us. So lifestyle factors contribute much to this. And let me give you a verse in Matthew. It's Matthew eleven twenty-eight 28 through 30. Jesus says, Come to me, all of you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take up my yoke and learn from me because I am lowly and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So we don't have to hang on to certain things that are keeping us weighed down in anxiety. We can give all of our cares and our stresses and our anxieties to the Lord and He will carry that burden for us. The problem is a lot of us like to hang on to our stress. And I know we give it to the Lord in our prayer time every day, but then throughout the day we start taking it back, right? I I was always doing this. And it just kept me in a state of unrest. I didn't feel like I had peace anywhere. And that was really... Well, not only frustrating, but it's exhausting. It's just exhausting when you are constantly hanging on to your your anxieties and your stress. So I encourage you to really dive into the Word and look up all of these verses on anxiety and stress and, and things that you can really cling to during your times of stress. But then also look at perceiving your stress differently. Okay, the second S is sleep, not sleeping well, waking often through the night or having a hard time falling asleep. That can all contribute to weight gain because sleep is where our bodies are able to rest, reset, recharge, and repair. I mean, that is vital. We ideally should be getting no less than seven hours of sleep a night. And I know that we can function, quote unquote, on five maybe six hours of sleep but over time we are robbing our brain that time for repairing we're robbing our bodies that time to reset and recharge so really making sleep a priority is something that we should all be doing and my bible verse for sleep is psalm 4 8 I will both lie down and sleep in peace, for you alone, Lord, make me live in safety. And that is a verse that I have actually quoted many times in the middle of the night when I could not sleep or when I was having a hard time falling asleep. It was just one that I really hung on to. And through prayer and just recalling scripture, eventually you will fall asleep because you will have the Lord's peace over you. And number three, sedentary. This, this might be obvious, but with today's pace of life and the demands and the expectations that we have on us or that we put on ourselves, we really need to make the time for movement. We really need to schedule this into our day and make it a priority. This doesn't have to be an hour-long hit workout, but we need to make the time for movement because our organs need that. We want to make sure that we are reducing the visceral fat around our organs. And movement, eating clean, eating anti-inflammatory foods, those are all ways that are going to help to reduce the visceral fat around our organs. And my verse for number three, sedentary, is Habakkuk 3.19. The Lord, my Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet like those of a deer and enables me to walk on mountain heights. So really try to make time for a walk every single day or a 20-minute yoga stretch or something that is going to just move your body and increase your heart rate a little bit. Number four, the standard American diet. Yes, S-A-D, SAD. That is Going to include processed foods, food-like ingredients, simple sugars, simple carbs, drive-through foods, the GMOs, they all lead to weight gain. And so we really need to be mindful of what we are choosing to eat. Is it going to fill us or is it going to take away something from us in the form of energy, brain fog, joint pain. We have to really be aware of what we are putting into our bodies, especially if you are struggling with weight gain, your hormones, anxiety, autoimmune, adrenal fatigue, all of these things like truly does matter what we're eating because the food that we put in our mouth affects every area in our body. And I want to read to you 1 Corinthians 10, 23. I love this verse and I recall it often when I'm struggling with something that I want to do or I'm just kind of wrestling with myself about something. And it says, everything is permissible, but not everything is beneficial. Everything is permissible, but not everything builds up. And I just love that because it makes so much sense. Like, okay, Lord, he's giving us an out. He's saying, okay, everything's permissible, but is this going to be good for you? So we can put that in the food category whenever we're having that craving or that desire to just throw caution to the wind and eat whatever we want. But we also should apply this first to other areas in our life. And then number five is sugar. Sugar is in everything and there are multiple names of sugar. There are over 60 names of sugar. So we have to be really careful and we have to learn what those names are and just really be diligent about reading labels and understanding what is sugar. And there's also the sugar alcohols that are in that category because they can cause digestive distress too. The body doesn't recognize them as well, so it's stored in fat cells. So sugar equals stored fat, empty calories, and it also affects both the brain and the body. If you are struggling with brain fog, for example, really consider how much sugar you're eating in your day or that sugary drink or sugar-laden coffee that you're drinking. It really does affect it affects the brain and the body in a negative way. And my verse about sugar is from Proverbs 25, 27. It says, it is not good to eat too much honey or to seek glory after glory. So even though honey is good for us, it's not good if we overindulge in it. So there is too much of a good thing. I mean, we can, we can even have too much water. And so we have to be careful. We have to be mindful. You know, if we drink too much water, then we're diluting the nutrients that we're getting. And so we just have to be careful. Balance, right? And really, the maximum amount of sugar that women should be consuming each day is 25 grams. That equals out to be six teaspoons of sugar. So really consider how many teaspoons of sugar are you actually having each day look at your can of soda a lot of sodas have 40 plus grams of sugar and then if you're having the diet sodas then you're having those sugar alcohols so you just want to be careful and really get off soda altogether but I wanted to bring this up these five s's for weight gain because I want you to understand that this is why it's so imp- so important to eat according to your body's constitution, according to your metabolic needs. The latest diets may not be what your body needs. We really don't know how each one is affecting our hormones. And so we really need to find out what our body needs and eat accordingly. We have to stop blaming everything also on genetics. Yes, that may load the gun, but our lifestyles pull the trigger. So we can actually change our gene expression and we can make a better future for ourselves. We just really need to take responsibility for our own health. And we need to stop giving that power away to outside sources like the food industry, the pharmaceutical industry, and our yearly lab appointments where we're being told that we're fine and we know that we're not because we don't feel right, but we just wait another year and, and keep doing what we're doing, we shouldn't have to wait until our labs are showing us a red flag. We should listen to our intuition that God gave us and realize that, okay, something's not right. We need to ask what's not right? Instead of what's wrong, let's ask what's not right. So our mind is a very powerful tool to help us with changing our perception of how we are going to live this life that we've been given. And if you missed my episode on our mindset and what God says about that, then go back to episode five and you can check that out. But we also need to work on changing our perception of our stress. And some ways that we can do that and help to calm our nervous system are through meditation, breathing, self-compassion. And this really greatly involves talking to your inner child, right? Talking to that little girl that just needs to hear from her adult self that everything's going to be okay. And that she is deeply loved. We can do yoga to help change our perception of stress. Because with yoga comes the deep breathing. Comes the focusing on bringing our body back to center. And this all equals up to being empowered. Self-empowerment. Nobody can empower you. You can only empower yourself. So here's your action step for this week decide to recommit to yourself and your health choose one thing that you can implement beginning today listen don't wait until the new year do it now because that will give you more confidence through the holidays and you will be in better control now you don't have to change five different things just change one thing that you can implement All right, ladies, that's what I have for you today, so let me go ahead and close us out in prayer. Lord Jesus, our body is a temple. It is your temple. Help us to remember that and to keep our bodies clean for you. Holy Spirit, convict us when we are going overboard in our eating or in our thought process or in any other area in our lives. Help us to take the necessary steps to take back our health, our whole health, if we have given it away or lost it. Keep us focused on you, Jesus, for it's in your name that we pray. Amen. Thanks for listening. If you are struggling with your health, especially if you are battling autoimmunity and fatigue, come join me in my Facebook group community to find support and encouragement. I would love to have you with us. The link will be in the show notes. And if you want to just explore and learn more about how you can take back your health, hop on over to treasuredwellness.com and you will find all the information all right share this episode with someone else and remember you are a beautiful treasure i will see you next week